0: Welcome to Her Digital Brand, a podcast where we interview female founders and leaders of some of the best brands on the internet. I'm your host, Kyler Nixon, and in just a minute, I'm going to be joined by my co-host, Brad Bishop. Today on the show, we have Tiffany Wallace, the CEO and founder of Well Integrated Woman. Tiffany is a baller. She's going to cover a ton of topics today from podcasting to business coaching and everything in between. Can't wait for you to hear it. Let's jump in. Hey Tiffany,
1: how are you?
2: I'm great. How are you guys?
1: Good. It is so good to see you. I mean, I've seen, I've been following you on Instagram for I know. Um, for forever, but for the beauty well,
2: of the internet. I know. <laughs> and let's
1: just put it out there, <laughs> Tiffany and I went to high school together. Yes. Um, I think you were a year behind me. Yeah. And I haven't. I graduated. Well, we're, we're not going to say that, but years ago, <laughs> and um, I still remember you in high school. I I just remember you. You haven't changed a bit. You're just as sweet as you were then, and I haven't seen you since then, but I've been following you and your journey has been one inspiring Two, it's just, I mean, it's incredible. So I'm oh, so glad you. we get to talk about this today. So let me tee this up a little bit. If I, if I say something wrong, you just, just correct me. Okay. You are a former teacher. You taught elementary
3: mm-hmm.
1: and you jumped, you started doing selling rodent and fields,
3: mm-hmm.
1: turned that into this multi six figure business. And now you do. On top of that, you do business coaching with women, mm-hmm. and you're a top 100 podcaster. Yes. That's amazing.
0: <laughs> what do you okay. say it like that? End like, oh. of the interview. I know. <laughs> right, Thank done. you for being here. Please
1: right. go follow Tiffany right. for the rest yeah. of her journey. <laughs> yeah. Now, I would love, Tiffany, honestly, to sit here and just talk about high school memories and where everyone is right now, what they're doing. I would love to do that. I wish we could do that. I know. Um, we'll have to but- another
2: time. I know another time.
1: So we want, I really want to jump into your story. Talk about that. Like you were teaching school. You loved teaching school. That was probably your passion. You went to school, you went Mm -hmm. to college for that. You thought I'm going to do this forever. So talk about that thought that that transition in your mind of where you started realizing, Hey, I could do something else.
2: I love this question. Um, yeah. So I was actually a year and a half way from my PhD. So I had a specialist degree, master's degree, um, I founded this Empowered Leader integration process, implemented it within my school. I taught fourth grade and I mentored and coached teachers for six years and then started coaching around the whole district and was offered like my dream position. And it it was just, I loved what I did so much about it, but I always felt boxed in. I always had this feeling of there's just like a little something more. I wanted more flexibility. I miss my oldest son crawling for the first time. And I mean, I was working 50, 60 hours a week. I mean, loved empowering teachers, students. And so that's just like a common theme in my, in my life. This right. is what I'm doing now too. Um, but yeah. And I, I, I missed him crawling and it was like, it wasn't, I've always loved working, but it was just that moment that I needed to wake up of like, I do not want to spend you know, get to 60 years old and think I wasn't living my life. I mean, I was living for my weekends. I was like finding all the gratitude and everything. And, and I talk with this a lot of my podcasts and with the women I work with that we always are going to have hard moments that we have to persevere through to get to where we're going. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, but yeah, I just wanted more and I wanted to have the flexibility. I wanted to grow. And that was the biggest thing. And, you know, I work with women in all different types of businesses, not just online. And we talk a lot about leadership. And it's like, if you do not have opportunities to grow and you feel boxed in, you're going to get bored and <laughs> you're going to want to expand a little bit. So that's how I felt. And um, it was a huge jump when I jumped into, you know, at the time, Rodana Fields, social selling, it was just the opportunity at my fingertips. It wasn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't, there wasn't the opportunity I feel like there is today with so many different options out there. And it was such an incredible journey. It it has been, I I still do it today, obviously. And I truly fell in love with how, when I was coaching teachers, how I got to empower women to figure out like, what do you truly want? And I remember sitting in, um, I tell this story often, just because it was such a pivotal moment. I was a Saturday morning professional development meeting as a teacher in a literacy thing. And our superintendent who had just retired, who was wonderful. I loved him. He came in nine o'clock in the morning. You know, we're sitting here on a Saturday morning. And he's like, he just retired, by the way. He goes, You guys just hang in there because when you get to where I am, you can retire and do what you really want to do. And I remember sitting there and looking around, thinking, am I the only one who thinks there's something wrong with this? You know, and like, and so that was just a moment of like, I just think life is so precious and we just need to grab a hold of it. And so for me, that's what Rodanian Fields was. I jumped into it and it has just been such an incredible ride. And um, I felt like I've always done it differently. I've always just done things a little bit differently, trained my team to do things a little bit differently while they get to show up as themselves. Um, And then, yeah, from there, I, this was three years ago. I got to a point where I started having different people reach out and asking me like, Hey, Tiff, could you help with leadership? Hey, Tiff, can you help with this? Hey, you know, just ideas. And I saw this huge gap in the marketplace, just like conversations I was having with women of, I'm not a leader like you. I I don't believe in myself. And and so it's just like this whole theme of leadership, which I've always loved. And I thought, if I could talk about this more and share what I've learned over the years and just my journey and, you know, working with women up to that point in a business setting, but also in just a traditional career setting, and I can inspire just one person to just see like the power that they have within them, then I feel like I'm doing my job. And I had a coach at the time, um, social medium, and she was amazing. She had a podcast. And I remember one day I was like, I think I want to start a podcast. <laughs> my husband was like, what? He's like, listens to podcasts. Like, what are you going to talk about? I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to share my journey. And, you know, and so it was just, it was really funny. Cause he listened to like big, big podcasts, you know? So, um, so she was doing it. And so I sat on the idea for, this was November of 2019. And um, so I was like, I'm going to do it. I, I talked to her podcast production people because I just knew at the time that I, if I was going to do this, for me to continue to show up, how I want to as a mom, as a wife, the areas of my life. I, I was very good at understanding my zone of genius and what I need to do as I continue to grow and expand. So I recorded the first episode in January of 2020. It was published in February of 2020. I didn't even announce I had a podcast till April of 2020 because <laughs> I was so just nervous, you know? And, yeah.
1: The um, solo episode or did you interview somebody?
2: Solo. So mm-hmm. it was just like my journey, mm-hmm. like introducing myself kind of thing. Um, and truly like when we talk about brand and direction, like I really did not have any at all. I was just like, I'm just going to share my heart because I know if I, you know, can add value in some way. And it just is going to make me so happy. And so fully funding the podcast all on my own, fully showing up. And I mean, there were weeks I'm like, what am I going to talk about? <laughs> it's like, no one's listening. Um, so when I first started the podcast was Six Figure Teacher, because I was a teacher. Mm, and we came up that. with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, um, and I liked it, but it never really landed. And I think this is such a good, like, you know, for your listeners here of, I'm very much a perfectionist type A kind of person. So I can get caught up in, I need all the answers. I need to know, like, you know, but if we can just learn to trust ourselves and just lean into those like gut instincts and those feelings that we have that we need to take a step and just start where you are. I mean, that's truly been my journey of the podcast and just sharing, you know, more of the things that I'm passionate about really. And so, yeah, did Six Figure Teacher, showed up, there were weeks, there were two weeks, I think it was two, I did not record, because I didn't know what I was going to talk about, and then um, 2020, I had my third son, and he decided to come seven weeks early, and it was at this point that I was like, I, I knew I needed to figure out the podcast. I knew I needed to figure out what I was doing, my brand, what I'm talking about, like the direction of this, you know, like have more purpose in this right, kind of thing. Right. Just not just for my own sake, but like the impact that I want to be making and the vision that I had. Sure. And so um, he came, Nick, you stay, hospital bed rest, 2020, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. So I took a pause for two months on the podcast. while I was dealing with all that and came back and it was that November. I hired a coach at the time to really help me kind of get some direction on things. And the second name of the podcast was something to call her own because I was very leaning into that. I mean, it was like a hot second. (laughs) It was probably like a second. And I just kept coming back to this theme of integration because a lot of what I talk to women about is the hustle, the having big goals and big dreams. And I'm so thankful for my experience in education because. When I dove into entrepreneurship, I told myself, I will never build my business where I'm sacrificing time with my family like I had to as a teacher. Mm-hmm. And so that was always super important to me. And so I've just figured out along the way how to have what I call purposeful productivity. And so I started to talk about that. And this this theme of integration kept coming up and this like dropping this idea of balance because it just puts our life and our work at 50-50. And if we're truly living into our passions and doing what we want to do, in our purpose at home and in our work, it should be integrated and what that truly means. Right. So um, change the name, well, integrated woman. So that's what we have today. Yeah, <laughs> and sure. um, so, yeah, that's the journey to there. It's incredible. Yeah.
0: Brad rattled off several kind of like, this is where you're at, like current, you know, accolades, but obviously like the story you just shared is not a story of like those happening You know, the day you quit your job, right? So, I guess like if you kind of turn around and like look back at your journey, I'm curious if you had to maybe identify one thing, whether it's like a trait that you had or something that you did that lent that lent itself to your success. Like, I guess I'm curious what you would say there. We talked beforehand about like a little bit around like consistency. I'm also hearing a little bit of like just persistence. Um we talked a little bit about like just being authentically yourself. Like I guess I'm curious if you had to pick like one thing, what do you think is that common through line that's helped you get from where you were to where you're at?
2: That's such a good question. I would say leading myself like leading myself no matter what. And I say that because When I really like dove in, okay, I'm this coaching brand is going to be a real thing because this is my vision and this is the impact I want to be making, not only for the legacy for my family, but just I mean, I just hired my first employee, like, which is a crazy story. And the fact that I she is doing what she loves now in her work and just hearing how she got to that place, just like the ripple effect of my success through my business of that. And so leading myself and when I first Started to dive in to get more clarity on my branding. It was very much I was taught I had to be so super niched, like super, super niched. And so I literally for the past two years felt so stuck because I'm like, I'm passionate about, I mean, I had this amazing, you know, business over here. I had this other amazing business I'm expanding and growing because I'm passionate about these things. How can I integrate all of this? And I was just told, no, you need to be known for leadership. You need to be known for productivity or you're just working with high achieving women kind of thing. And, Mm -hmm. and so I kept going and then it was, it worked because we all have to start where we are, but I got to a point about end of January this year where I like to describe it as I took the jacket off and I was like, I'm going to start talking about what I want to talk about. I'm so passionate about empowering women in business, which I was talking about before, but sharing more of my journey of like going from not a lot of revenue the past two years, like literally showing up for like not a ton of return and just holding that faith and just sticking with knowing that if I'm adding value and doing my best and showing up at a full integrity of all the values that I hold dear to my heart, this is going to work.
0: Hmm. this is a terrible example like just terrible it's the worst it's the i'm just prepping i'm just prepping you guys for this okay i just when you say that i i picture you know that scene in forrest gump where he's like running and everyone just like kind of just starts to follow him that's what i feel like you're doing and you're just like i'm just gonna go and i'm gonna run and i'm gonna go where Mm -hmm. i want to go and if someone wants to follow me because of that that's cool and if not like that's fine too rather than saying oh i have to go this way or have to do i have to do that Mm-hmm. so that's my Forrest Gump reference for the day okay I love it, I love it. it
2: it's so true like I was just kind of like I need to step into being the CEO that I want to be and just owning this and when I started to niche my offers and niche the things I was offering to make the overarching impact that I want to be making I mean it was just like the podcast growing like dream clients coming to me I mean business just growing. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> and so it's just, you know, I also like describe it as like teaching a baby how to walk, like we hold their hand. And I think as we're learning and growing, we really need to reflect and integrate how things fit us. But we also have to have trust within ourselves. So it's leading ourselves, trusting ourselves that comes along with that. Um, because that's when you really start to stand out. And that's when you truly, in my opinion, start to build a business that is a full representation of you. And it's not this, you know, nobody can replicate that when it's right. just you.
1: So. Tiffany, I'm curious, you know, transitioning from teacher to in fields, and now, you know, where you are now, what did, when you were teaching and you were thinking about making that leap, what would you, where would you rate like your marketing knowledge at that point?
2: Oh my gosh, Brad, <laughs> none whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys literally, I didn't have Facebook in college.
1: Like. Oh, really? you were one of those. <laughs>
2: I didn't have Facebook in college. I don't know why. I just didn't. I just didn't. Yeah. And. Um it, it wasn't because I had any like kind of bad yeah, thoughts sure. about it or anything. I just didn't. And um then my husband and I got married and he had Facebook. I was like, oh, I'll get you know Facebook kind of thing. And so I've literally taught myself. And I was actually talking with the client about this the other day about I think about my journey with social media and everything. Mm-hmm. And we were working through some things with her, and I'm like, When you look at it as the impact that you're making and you get to share your voice and you get to share the things that you're passionate about, there's so much good in that. It's all about the intention behind it. And so when I shifted my mindset to that and started showing up as myself, honestly, um, it just felt felt good to me. You know, like even to this day, I'm not like, I have to post this many times and I need to post this many reels and I need to do. I do what feels aligned.
1: Okay. It's interesting because we get that a lot. Kind of, I think we talked about this yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. Every client is always asking about social media. It's weird, even the ones that have six-figure followings are still trying to figure it out a little bit. And we were talking the day about um, getting some of our clients together who have those over a hundred thousand followers and doing mm-hmm. a panel because they all do it differently and they show yeah. up in the way that's that is represents them and their brand. There's no one cookie cutter way to do this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think your your following just appreciates the authenticity and the way in which you show up. And mm-hmm. because yeah everyone's oh my gosh. It's always like in the first few calls with new clients they're like, oh, Brad, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not doing three posts today and, and six stories and two reels. I, I can't doing do the that. dancing it's, on TikTok yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah doing yeah. the dancing yeah. 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 Um, yeah and I'm like you don't have to like if that's not right. who you are then don't do that. Yeah and, uh, I always feel like social media is the one thing everyone is always asking about. Um, yeah, they, they just don't feel like they do it well, or they don't have the time to invest in doing. It. Or you know, a lot of people do want to hire a social media person
0: mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah, we yeah. talked to we talked to Madison Pinebird from Mother Figure, and I think it was episodes three and four. The recap in episode four about like showing up authentically on online. And I think what you're saying is what every client who wants to, or is going to be successful has to go through. And there's not an easy solution. Like if you come and you're like, I got to figure out email marketing. It's kind of like, there's a a pretty clear process on how to do email marketing. There's kind of like, here's the boundaries. They're pretty clearly defined. Social media is like, it's so broad and there's so many ways you can do it. And there's so many different styles. And, you know, here's how I want to show up or here's how I don't want to show up. And so I feel like any client that we work with or kind of anyone who has a digital brand has to go through the fire of like, what do I actually want this to be? And until you go through that, you're probably going to just be spinning your wheels on social media, trying to be something that you're not, or trying to get results that aren't conducive to what you're putting out or putting into it. And, And I just look at the clients that have had the most success, or even like you, it's like, you are just deciding, I'm just going to be myself. And again, mm-hmm. people can follow me if they want to. And you build a more loyal following uh, that way, too. Absolutely. So I think that's cool that you've you've kind of walked through that. And I think that's, there's probably something to that for sure.
2: Oh, yes. I've been in all the places. <laughs> I tried all that too. And that's what I was <laughs> like, I just and, and too when I really started to shift from I'm I'm not posting and showing and not like I ever had this. But I think when when I really got clear on my brand, my messaging, my strengths, the values, the feeling that I want to be creating for the women that I get to work with who come into my world. It's not I'm posting this to be seen. It's I'm posting and sharing this content because of how it's going to land with someone. And it's going to land with them because of the energy that I have behind it and because of the passion that I have in it. It's not
3: mm-hmm.
2: and when I shifted that even more so, it's like it doesn't take Mm -hmm. me as long to do content. It's fun. It's like, that is just the foundation of it all. And I think you have to be consistent. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. not sitting here, you know, like I'm very consistent with my podcast and online and stuff, but um, it's, it's totally in alignment. I'm not sitting here stressing. I didn't post today or I didn't, you know? Right.
1: Yeah. That's cool. We we rattled off all these accolades at the beginning because you've built an incredible business. Where do you want it to go? I'm just curious, like
0: yeah, yeah, I was curious about that too. because yeah. I don't feel I feel like with some clients there is a clear there's a clear path because they're running in that lane. They have a more specific right. niche, and so it's like, oh, I would assume you're going to add this product offering in the future. But I feel like there's so many ways mm-hmm. you could go. I'm curious what five ten but, years from now looks like for you.
1: But I will say, and I don't, I'm not trying to influence your answer, but I, there, I feel like there is contentment in your voice too. Like you are so yeah, happy yeah. where you're for at. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe this is where you want to be, and if it is, yeah. that's awesome. So I'm curious. What, are, what what's your vision?
2: Oh, we have big visions, guys, for well-integrated okay. women. So I love it. I'm, I love it. I am very content, but I also know it's a huge part of my purpose and like to pave the way for other women to show how like me living out my definition of all, so I can help them live out their definition of all. And when I shifted the like messaging of my whole purpose of my brand and what I do is to help women build businesses, brands, and lives, and revenue in a life-changing magnitude, like a beautiful business and a beautiful life. And so that was just like the floodgates open for me. And I think if you're listening and you're multi-passionate like I am, it's it's like I get to grow and evolve on my journey and then I get to reach a hand back and I get to teach and I get to share and I get to create content and have it impact women in whatever way it's gonna be impacting them. And so, yeah, lots of things on the horizon. So building um, just courses and, and, you know, programs and things that I, that are helping, um, future, we have swag. I mean, there's just a lot of things that I'm very, very excited about. Um, seven figure business is my goal and not just because of the income of it, you know, but just the ripple effect. I know of that success and, um, just to show other women what's possible. I mean, I did not know that was possible for me. So I started putting myself at tables this year with women. I mean, just doing so many incredible things. And because I'm so grounded now in my purpose and my mission and what I'm doing, that can expand me. There have been moments that triggered me, truthfully. (laughs) That's what happens when we put ourselves at the tables with other people doing amazing things. But when you lead yourself so well and know that we are all our own growth and evolution happening over time and trust yourself, it's just like this guy, you know, it's like, there's no limit. It's limit, limitless. And so, um, so yeah, big goals, big dreams with it all. And I, I'm just really excited to see where it goes and just all the different ways that I get to help. Um, yeah. I just had a meeting with my new assistant last week and I was telling her my visions for, for different things. Um, and she's super excited about it all too. So it's just, it's fun that we literally live in a time that we get to do this.
1: Like, yeah, we talked about, kind of talked about about that, about just, it's like anybody, I mean, anybody could spin up a six figure business. So the opportunities Mm -hmm. are endless here. Um, One thing that stands out to me, and obviously I didn't know you that well in high school, but um, you are so self-aware. Like, I don't know if I've ever met anyone as self-aware as you are. It's really, you're very in tune to who you are and what you want to build. And it's very admirable.
2: Thank you. It's been um, a lot of work too. Um, but that's what I tell women and that I work with and just myself. Like if we continue to grow ourselves, if we continue to lead ourselves and building self-awareness is one of the most important leadership traits that you could ever have, whether you're leading other people, you're leading yourself, you're leading a house, a home, you know, it is just, it, it makes you so much more confident in what you're doing. And that was a huge shift for me too, this past, this in 2022, honestly, like I said, took the jacket off let go of all the hands and just started taking all the information I've been learning from courses and programs and coaches and just taking action mm-hmm. and then saying, Tiff, you got this, like, make it your own. And that self-awareness has really built along the way. So thank you for saying that. That's yeah. a huge compliment.
1: Oh, um, compliment. I'm, I'm curious. Cause you, and you meant, you just mentioned this. And I, again, I follow you on social media. You recently hired um, a COO of the business. Mm-hmm. What was that? What was that like in your head when you realized I need help with X, I need to go hire somebody?
2: So I've had a VA for um, almost a year and she's wonderful. So great. And it was in July, I was at a business retreat with the mastermind that I'm in at Miracle. And I remember telling my coach and the women there, I was like, I love my VA. She's so great. But I just, and I, I saw my mentor and her assistant and how they interacted and I knew my vision for this brand. Like I know how I want to be impacting, how I want to be showing up. And I know my zone of genius, like my zone of genius is sharing the content, the value, the coaching. I can't do all this backend stuff. I did for two years. <laughs> I did mm,
3: like, right. did
2: it all. Um, and I'm so glad I did, because now I know how to do that. Mm. And so um, VA was great, but I got to a point where I was like, I don't need someone I want someone to grow with me. Like I want someone who sees my vision as much as I do and cares about this impact that we're making as much as I do. And Lauren, who's my CEO, we've known each other for about eight years. um, She randomly messaged me on Instagram and she was like, hey, Tiff, if you're ever looking to hire remotely, I'd be interested. And I was like, the fact that you just messaged me um, blows my mind. And she would just didn't even care about all the logistics. She's like, I want to be a part of it. And that's I, awesome. Like, and
0: those really are the people go. you want to work with, right? right. Like that's yeah. what you, yeah. I mean, yeah. our whole team is I have not done a single interview. I I've just known the people that are on our team and I'm like, okay, I'd rather work with people that I know and trust. And maybe at some point that changes, but I feel yeah. like everyone probably on our have team is me. like yeah. probably, I feel yeah. like we would have gotten rid of a lot of the issue. No, I'm <laughs> um, okay. Tiffany, I want to actually hang out here for just a second because you're at a really interesting size. Um, that uh, I f- I feel like a lot of people we work with are at the size that you're at, maybe that kind of mid, you know, six figure mark going up to seven, and so many of the brands who are just starting look to brands like you to say, okay, this is where I want to go. You know, you're you're a stepping stone on you know where they're wanting to you know continue to grow, just how you're wanting to grow, right? If you have a really large brand that has seven or eight figures, they have generally very clearly defined roles on their team they have people who are doing more specific things like a social media manager or um someone over customer service whereas if you're just starting it's you and maybe a partner and you have 50 hats on to handle every single mm-hmm. thing that you're doing so i'm curious like right now if we like open the hood a little bit of your business what your team looks like and i'm putting that in air quotes and you guys can see that but if you're listening yeah. you can't because <laughs> For me, when I started, and even now, I would say we have four full-time employees, but our team is larger than that and consists of, you know, obviously some support from our families. Like I bounce ideas Mm -hmm. off my wife, you know, unofficial, like probably runs the business. You know, we have a bookkeeper who we outsource some stuff to. We have contractors. So for you, like, what does that, what does that look like? You've got a full-time COO, like what else, who else are you working with right now?
2: Yeah. I love this question. And I want to start by saying, um, this has been such a cool thing for me to navigate because my Rodan and Fields business, six-figure business, a coaching business, not at six figures yet, but it is growing rapidly. And so I learned so much from that piece. But this side of things in my coaching business has just been so cool to think about that. And so when I hired Lauren, I, I make decisions from seven-figure TIFF. Like, what would seven-figure Tiffany do right now? And that's why I was like, I have to do this. Like, I I can't expand my genius and what I want to be doing if I'm doing all this back end kind of stuff, you know? So she's there. She does all um, my Kajabi, my course hosting stuff. She helps. She started it. We've been gradually, she's been gradually taking more things over. I still do all my social media um, just because I love my own voice on things. Um, I have podcast people. They do all my editing they, I have since day one, I think I was like their third client. And so they do, I just send them my episodes. I just have to record. So that's super, super great, <laughs> which is so, so nice. Um, I have an accountant. I've always had an accountant to, for seven years now, same person. So they help with all that kind of backend stuff. Um, and just like simple things like grocery delivery. I mean, I have a cleaning lady that comes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Once.
2: You know, I mean, she comes because it's yeah. like, the, I remember the first time I got my lady, my husband was did not think we need, <laughs> needed yeah, it. And yeah. I was like, I can't do this, you know? And, like, my kids, so I have three boys, young, um, eight, four, and two. One just turned two. Obviously, the eight-year-olds in school full-time. But my two youngest, like, I had to make a huge decision this last year. Mm-hmm. Um, not a huge decision, but we had changed preschool several times just because of the world the past couple of years. That's and. Right, um sure. Loved where they were, where my two, my middle son was. So my youngest one hasn't been able to go to school. So it's been juggling babysitters. You know, I, I work like 20, 22 hours a week. And so he could finally go to school this year. Well, my middle son, Graham, he was at his second school last year. And I, I was driving 25 minutes to pick him up for nine to one preschool, And I loved it so much. And so, but I was like, I'm driving 45 minutes and, it, and like, I can't, this is not in alignment with our life and my business and how I want to be showing up in both areas so I switched some preschools five minutes from my house so I literally get to work nine to one in the mornings it's amazing I have a sitter come twice a week um, in the afternoons to hang with Graham just for like an hour or two if I need to finish some things up or have some coaching calls but then I get to be with him the rest of the day I get to pick my oldest son up from school every day and so um my husband obviously is a huge support He doesn't really understand. He understands what I do, but you know, it's like, um, he's always been such a huge support, but that's pretty much it right now. And I, I know Lauren's role is going to keep growing. Um, I do see probably in the future, I love doing my own branding graphics and things for my Mm -hmm. courses and programs and stuff right now, but I do see that that could be something that I have someone help me with.
0: I was curious, I was curious what your if you had to choose today, like what your next hire would be. And that doesn't surprise me. Cause does. I feel like it's something, even if someone enjoys it, it's kind of, it's, you can hire it out usually pretty affordably. Mm-hmm. One of the, one of the best things I love, I've done this a few times in, in our business, but also just like, I like having clients do this is calculate your, your hourly rate, like what you yeah. are worth to the business. And you're like, wow. Um, grocery delivery for $10, like is a, probably a better use of my hour than, you know, going to the grocery store. So that's, it's cool to like, start thinking about it like that. And and less about like, Oh, I'm, you know, so fancy. And like, I got all these things and more just like, no, it's a better use to my family. It's a better use to the business for me to take that time and focus on something else. So that's great. What are your, uh, what are your product offerings right now?
2: So I have a program called the leader, which is all about my four pillars of leadership that I coach on. I have a program, Time Expander, which is all about purposeful productivity. And it's more like 90-day goal setting, how to back into that kind of thing. Um, I have a program, Purpose School. And then I'm launching my program, Calibrate Right right Now, which is all about calibrating to your vision, your brand, your wealth, your purpose, and really teaching how to niche as super niched as you want or as not as niche as you want since I've walked both both paths. Um that. And then coming up next, I have a program all about launching and selling on courses and stuff. And, um, I have a mastermind right now, passion to profit mastermind, and I have a high level one-on-one mentorship programs as well.
1: Okay. And then the, the first, I think the first four or five programs, so those are all digital courses.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yep. That's great. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's impressive.
2: Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah,
3: so fun. Is,
1: there's so, there, we do so many interviews where we have these interviews and it's like, okay, we need to schedule like two or three more um, because there's so many things I want to get in details with you that we obviously can't do today. I will love to talk about podcasting. I I would like to dive more into marketing too, just some of the challenges that you feel like you face. And I mean, we touched social media a little bit, which is a lot of people's challenge anyway. Um, But no, this is fantastic. I really appreciate you taking time to visit with us. And like, I, like I said, I've always been so impressed with you and it's such a joy to, to watch you grow this thing. And, um, be on the sidelines cheering you on. So thank you so much for visiting with us. Oh, thank
2: you guys for having me. and Brad, you know, we we're
1: missing two questions here. though oh, here. Oh, oh we my got gosh, our, we got yeah, our go-tos. Yeah. I was like, what are you yeah, doing my What? Here, my what? Oh my gosh! Oh,
0: wait, stop. <laughs> okay, stop. I, out it. Out it. I was no, wondering. No, I, okay. like, I forgot about that. you're Not getting out of it this no, easy. I've never All right, done Two that. final questions. All right. You asked the first one. Go for it. Okay, I'll ask the first one. Um, what recent purchase of a hundred dollars or less has most positively impacted your life?
2: I love this can, question.
0: can be anything. It can be anything.
2: It's funny because before I got on here, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to think about these questions again. And the first thing that came to mind, which is just, it like make, warms my heart. Um, roses from Aldi. They're $4, $8 Okay. A bundle. That's Interesting. Great. This, this, is <laughs> this is okay, why. This is why. Because yeah, yeah. to me, it has been such a game changer for me in my journey. Like I said, I show up in every single area of my life and make decisions from seven figure Tiffany from how my office feels to, because if I'm not in my best energy, so Mm -hmm. it's so expansive for me to have fresh flowers. And so they're white, they're on brand. (laughs) They're just like, they show like growth, possibility, new beginnings every day for me. And so, yeah, $8
1: from Aldi. I love them.
2: Wow,
0: that's a good one. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good one. That's That's a pretty pretty
1: deep answer there too. And it's probably the cheapest one we've gotten. Really? It's got to be up there. I, it's got to be up there. Someone said knitting needles. I don't, I don't know how expensive those are, but that's Probably one of close. the best answers we, yeah. we've gotten. That's good. That's awesome. Um, okay. What platform, software, or app could your business not live without and it can't be social media? Kajabi. Ooh,
0: okay. We Kajabi. love, we love so much
1: about it.
2: So I looked into other I mean, there's so many great ones out there, and I've been mm-hmm. in several masterminds and you know explored lots of different options, but um I love it because my my CRM is in there, I've got all my email in there, all my course hosting in there. It is, I mean, I even have an extension off my home base website in there, and so it's just it all integrates so well. Payment processing, everything. And for me, what is so important is my customer experience. And so not only is it user-friendly for me and for Lauren, it is about my customers and whether as soon as they come into my world, it like makes it easy for them. Yeah, Um, It's easy to update, especially says I'm evolving and you know, I, I launched Mm -hmm. my website, which I love. I'm so glad I have, but the way I'm running my business now and expanding and growing, it's not as easy for me to keep updating. Mm
3: -hmm. And
2: so it's really nice. I can integrate the both, both of them where I have like my home-based foundation, um, which that would be my second thing. Like I love having my own my own website um i would i would have done the process a little bit differently maybe sure. <laughs> <laughs> my um, podcast yeah. today actually but um yeah i love
0: kajabi that's love great it. we have uh if you're if you're listening and you are like i i know kajabi is usually like kind of the highest price point for most brands mm-hmm. when they're looking at that and they're like oh my goodness this is like a lot but like you said i mean it covers a lot of stuff um I feel like it delivers the best course experience for for clients Mm -hmm. and it's the easiest to use. We actually have, uh, we wrote this a few weeks ago. It would be probably a few months ago by the time you're listening to this, but um, we wrote the beginner's guide to creating and selling courses on Kajabi. It's literally a 3,500 word guide on our site. And so we'll link to that in the show notes um, for this episode, but it literally talks about uh, everything from different features and how to set up your course and how to manage student progress, how to get started, how to connect Stripe, literally everything start to finish um, is in that guide. So we, we love Kajabi as well. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it's kind of, we had like a 15 episode run where everybody gave the same like Canva. answer. Canva. Yeah. Everybody said Canva.
0: Everyone said like, Canva. Really? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I love Canva
2: too. I love, yeah. I love Canva, but to me it's again, seven figure TIF. Seven-figure, yeah, yeah. well-integrated woman well yeah. business. The impact yeah. we're making. Like I show cool. up as that now and make decisions from there. So like, yeah, the customer experience super important
0: to me. So that's, awesome. that's great. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, we can officially wrap now. Brad. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't I know. I second. know. The wrap is second done. Conclusion. Yeah. Tiffany, <laughs> oh, you're Thank you you guys, awesome.
1: so much You're killing it. So much fun. Such a pleasure to see your face. Um, we will chat again for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you.
3: You're welcome. Thank you.